0: Hey Steamers, it's Amanda and welcome to the Creative Steam Podcast. This is the place where I try and help keep you sane and creative working from home and help you go from fed up to fired up to accelerate your business growth from the tools and the lessons that I've learned over the years. This week's show is all about your ideal client. Now, I know, before you go running to the hills and go, no, not again, like this is something you need to go through. It is something you need to probably go through every six to 12 months of your business because it evolves. And I always say that with anything you do in your business, everything evolves, including you as a person and your service, your product will probably evolve as well, your drop services, your ad services. So it's really important that you do keep revisiting your ideal client. And I know it can be really hellish in this, in the weeds of the ideal client. Trust me, I've been there and it's almost a rite of passage going through the hell hole, finding your ideal client, but it's really important. I've picked out for you all the questions that have helped me over the years, and I hope they will help you. I've also put them in a handy little worksheet. I'll give you the link at the end because I just want you to try and focus on answering these actually in your even in your head right now or in a notebook, but it would just really help you get some clarity on who your ideal client is. First things first, what I want you to understand is that niching is about your product, your service, your client avatar, your ideal client, your ICA is known as several different things, is about your audience and to get your audience connected with your product or service those two need to talk together and that's the idea of the questions that i'm going to ask you today i'm going to do this in a back to front kind of way actually i'm going to try and really get you focusing on what it is that they're struggling with first and then we'll get into the type of person they are in terms of you know what they do how old they are the gender that kind of thing so first things first what does your ideal client want help and support with is it strategy is it mindset is it clarity where do they need your expertise knowledge and skills to help and support them what are their wants do they want to increase their income content strategy confidence what do they want from you what are their needs and i would encourage you to tap into their more emotional side of this So it could be that they're isolated and they've got a lack of support and they want some company in their working day or they need their systems to be organised. They need their whole business world to be organised. They just want to be around like-minded people who get the journey or they want and they need that sense of belonging to a community because they haven't got that where they are. So really tap into the emotions of that as well. You will know from your ideal client, have that person in your head. And I know it's Amy Porterfield that says, your ideal client, is quite often the person you were 2 years ago so i really want you to try and get back into that place where you were feeling you know in pain needed the support you needed help like what were those pain points you were really going through what did you need what did you want what support did you want get specific what are their fears are they afraid of showing up are they afraid of failing and by the way failing I don't even believe that it's failing. To me, those are just lessons learned and I reckon it's practising, to be honest. Failing is practising in my eyes. So name their top three pain points. What is keeping them up at night? Do they want to be with somebody? Are they lonely? Are they not feeling very confident? Are they feeling not aligned with their business? Are they not having any clients? Is their income being affected? Like, what are their top three pain points? What can't they move forward on? Where are they stuck? So... Yes, they want to move forward, but why can't they move forward? Dig deep into why they can't move forward. And with any ideal client exercise, what I encourage you to do is go and do some research. And if you have got an email list, great, reach out to them. You can send a survey. You can ask if they can hop on a call with you for 20 minutes and just pick their brains. Ask them these questions. Find out what is going on for them. You want to know what are their frustrations with their business? What are their goals? Do they want to travel? Covid permitting, obviously. Uh, do they want to work 20 hours a week? Do they want to be mortgage free? Do they want to do the school run both ends of the day? Like, Do they want to have a cleaner, a housekeeper, a cook, whatever it is? Like, What are their goals? Aside from the monetary goals, I think every entrepreneur has a monetary goal. But actually, there's a reason why they want that monetary goal. Like, so what's behind that? So that's what you need to find out. What is important to your ideal client? Like what matters to them in their life? Their loved ones, their family, their free time, their social life. What matters to them? A really important question for you to understand is what are the results your ideal client are wanting to achieve? What are the results they're looking to get from working with you? I have a quick exercise for you to do as well. It is in the worksheet, but if you want to grab a pen and paper or a notebook, I want you to write 1 to 30 down the left hand side. And at the top of that, I want you to write 30 different results my clients get from working with me. And I want you to write those down. I want you to write 30. And even when you get to 18, 20, 23, and you just can't think of any more, that's the point I want you to carry on. (laughs) Keep going. Don't stop. Do the full 30. It will be harder the closer you get to 30, but keep going. It's really important that you understand how you can help your clients get the results. What results are they looking for? Okay, the second part to this task is client characteristics. So grab your second bit of paper or your notebook and or the worksheet at the end and write down one to 15 on the left hand side and I want you to write at the top 15 different characteristics, qualities or values that you want to see in the clients that you want to work with. So it could be that they are sensitive, it could be that they're go-getters Or it could be that they really value their free time. What are those characteristics, qualities, values? So work through those. That's a really great exercise to go through, actually. It really helps cement that clarity in your mind. Okay, third and final piece to this exercise. And this is where we actually get into creating the avatar as it is, the the customer avatar. So this is where I want you to look at the age Their gender, whether they're single, married, divorced, living with somebody, if they've got any children, pets or plants, are they a plant mum, are they a pet (laughs) mum? Look at the responsibilities they've got as well. Have they got ageing parents that they're caring for as well as kids? Have they got mortgages, gardens, cars, college fees? What are their responsibilities financially and time? I want you to look at both of those. Do they live in rented accommodation, shared accommodation? Are they first time buyers, mortgage free? And whereabouts do they live? Is that important? Does it matter or is it global? Is an online business? It is global, but do you do a local or physical service? Because if you do, then obviously that's important as well. What do they currently do for work? Are they still employed? Have they already started their business? Are they doing a side hustle? They're still working and starting their business. Are they 10 years into their business? What is it that they do for work? So then you can get a bit clearer about who they are as an individual and what their life looks like. And then I want you to look at what they do for fun and enjoyment. So, what type of books do they read? Do they read magazines and blogs and books? Like, what type of books are those? Are they fiction? Are they business books? Are they a mixture of both? Do they follow certain people online? What podcast do they listen to? Do they subscribe to Netflix, Prime, Spotify? Do they watch box sets, films? What type, what genre? Do they watch comedy, Disney, whatever it is? And when are they doing all of those things? When are they doing their fun activities or their fun, the things that they like to do to unwind and relax? Are they doing them in the evenings, the mornings, middle of the night? If she's a nursing mum, for example, what do they like to do when they're not working? What do they like to do when they relax? Yes, Netflix, podcasts, all of that, but also what else? Do they like to shop? Where do they shop? On or offline or both? Do they support the independence? Do they still shop on Amazon? Do they like to go to spa days? Yes, please, sign me up. Where do they like to go? Do they like to go to their friends? Do they like to go to coffee shops? What is it that they're doing in their free time away from the laptop? It's really important to get clear on what their lifestyle is like, but also the type of person they are as well in terms of gender, single, married and everything I've just listed there. So it's important to understand what they do at work, but also important to understand what they do outside of work. Okay, and something else you can try, but this didn't work for me, being totally honest. And it is recommended, like, you know, it was recommended to me, which is why I tried it. And I tried it a couple of times and I came up with naming a character and creating a character. So I named her and I created her. I think I even drew her out at one point, but it didn't work for me. However, it could work for you. So try naming your ideal client and creating that character but I'll tell you why it didn't work for me. And being totally honest, there was a disconnect from that character to my members and previous clients. All of those clients and members that I've had haven't had that person's name. And all right, I know it's just a bit of fun. And maybe I was overthinking it and I'm too logical in my brain. You know, I have got a creative brain, but I've also got a very logical brain. And that does dominate sometimes. And so I think it really depends on the type of person you are. So for me, naming my client didn't work. But I encourage you to try it, experiment with it, treat it all as an experiment and tweak it and keep looking at it every six months, sooner if you need to, longer if you need to. You will know in your business when you're going through a new evolution, your chapter is changing. So then it's the time to revisit your ideal client And I would encourage you to just treat it as a bit of fun. I know how painful this can be, getting into the head of your ideal client. Trust me, I have been there so many times. But actually now I find I'm far more relaxed about it. I understand probably 70, 80% of what my ideal client wants. And you know what? The rest, 20%, it doesn't matter. I've let it go. I can't put everybody into a box And going through this whole exercise, you will get clients or members coming along who don't fit your ideal client. And then you think, hang on a minute, that just doesn't make sense. And sometimes it doesn't make sense, but you've helped them somewhere along your journey and they want to work with you. That's great. As long as they're a good fit and you feel aligned and you can help them, that's fantastic. Don't get, like me overthinking and hung up on the ideal client I think if they can tick some of the boxes that's fantastic but you need to know who you're talking to in terms of putting your content out there and getting your social out there and your emails you need to be able to talk to their pain points and the results they're looking for and chances are the clients that come to you will have some of those of course they will because the stuff you've put out there has resonated but don't worry about them not ticking all the boxes I think going through the minefield of your ideal client avatar is a rite of passage for entrepreneurs and go through this worksheet it will really help you the link is creativewomensmastermind.com forward slash ideal client and download your worksheet there i've put all these questions that i've talked about and more in that worksheet you can work through it print it off and I hope it will help you. It's certainly helped me over the years and hence why I have a lot of questions because I've kind of cherry picked and done all the exercises and really actually figured out what works for me. And like I say, I've got 80% of them. The members kind of match the, you know, the results and the ideal client itself and the characteristics. And that's it. The rest is fine. I'm not going to get caught up in it. And I encourage you not to get caught up in it. Have some fun with it. It is important because you need to make sure your messages are getting out there and reaching the right people. But equally, if you're getting clients and they're coming to you or you're getting messages or you're getting replies from your emails, then that's great. That's the point where you can start your relationship with them and do your lead generation and go from there. That's a whole nother podcast. Not going to get talking about that right now. But do go and download your worksheet at creativewomensmastermind.com forward slash ideal clients. And I really hope that you get some clarity from going through the exercise. Hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, then please do subscribe, rate and review. And I will see you next time, steamers.